Hey everyone and welcome to this episode and today I'm going to talk about caffeine and what it has to do with sleep, how it is affecting your sleep and when to have your best cup of coffee if you really can't do without it. So my name is Christine Hansen, I'm a holistic sleep expert and strategist and so today I'm going to teach you all about you need to know about why we kind of fall asleep, uh, about sleep pressure and what caffeine has to do with it. So it's going to be a little bit of a scientific one. Now, first of all, um, there's a couple of things we need to know about sleep. The reason why we sleep is manifold, but one or two of the main important things that have to do with why we sleep is our circadian rhythm, which is basically our internal clock and sleep pressure. Just like we are hungry and have a pressure to eat, we also have a pressure to sleep. Now, the interesting thing, though, is that our circadian rhythm and our internal clock and our sleep pressure are two completely separate entities. They have nothing to do with each other, which I'd find absolutely fascinating. Now, our circadian rhythm is uh, between 24 and 25 hours, which is absolutely astonishing. So for most of us, it's going to be 24 hours and 15 to 20 minutes. So it's not exactly 24 hours. So actually, we're living in constant jet lag. So that circadian rhythm, that biological clock is going to make us for make or trigger our body to go and go to sleep to some extent. Now, that doesn't have really anything to do with caffeine. So I'm going to do a separate episode on that if you're interested. If you are, say, hi, just type into the comments, yes, I want to know more about my biological clock and I will do a separate uh, episode on that. Now, what we are going to focus on is the second element, which is sleep pressure. So the way that sleep pressure works is that when we wake up after a great night's sleep, which means that you wake up naturally, that you're energized and ready to tackle the day, which is the way that you should wake up. Because if you don't wake up that way, it means that you didn't get enough sleep or that you didn't get good quality sleep. And that's what you should reach out to me. <laughs> so when we wake up after a great night's sleep, when our body has restored itself, when everything is the way it should be, then adenosine is at a very low and during the day it's basically going to build 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 until the evening when it is that pressure that is making us tired and helping us to go to sleep now the way that it works is that it's a hormone and it's being secreted and this hormone is floating around and it needs its receptor to dock on to give the message to our brain and body now the really fascinating, th fascinating thing is that the molecules between adenosine and caffeine are very, very similar. And what caffeine does, it's basically getting in the way of these receptors and it's docking on, on those receptors instead of adenosine. So what that means is that when you have your coffee, it's going to stop that pressure from building. It's basically Woo, swooping in there and taking the spot that is actually destined for adenosine. And so adenosine is just like me having to wait until caffeine is being flushed out. So why is this important? Well, first of all, caffeine is not making you feel more refreshed. It's just keeping you from getting more and more tired. 
Second is the explanation of why you will have a huge dip when your liver is actually kicking in to flush out caffeine. Because then it's basically liberating that parking space, that receptor space, and adenosine comes like flushing in because yay, you know, this is this is my home, this is where I was supposed to go. Someone was blocking it, now that big bully is gone, so I can finally get to my destination, which also means that that sleep pressure that's been parked outside, that's been waiting outside is rushing in all at once, which is making you feel even worse than you did before. Because instead of building up gently, you now have it full throttle hitting you. Now, the way that caffeine is going to make space is very individual. Caffeine is basically flushed out through the liver and basically converted through a certain enzyme in our liver. And the way that this enzyme is working is individual. So some of us have genetically uh, a, a sort of enzyme that kind of gets rid of caffeine pretty quickly. And others have an enzyme or enzymes that work more slowly. So some of us will be able to have an espresso at 10 p.m. and still go to bed at 11 and sleep soundly. But others will have to take seven to eight hours until caffeine is actually gone from their adenosine receptors, which means that for those people, a cup of coffee in the early afternoon could actually still be interfering with the evening. Having said that, it's not just coffee. It could also be tea. And so it could also be something that you have in a tea. Also, decaf means that it's only 10 to 15% caffeine in there. So it's reduced. But if you have three calf cups of decaf, it's going to give you the same result. So it's not always the answer. Now, what would be the most logical thing to do, though, if you need to have some energy and to be smart about it. Now, the magic bullet that we use a lot in power napping is that you take caffeine and caffeine takes around 30 minutes to kick in to get onto your receptors and to kind of just get all that going. So the ideal is your circadian rhythm. So we're talking about the first part again. Your circadian rhythm has a natural dip between 1.30 and 3, 3.30 p.m. So you're going to feel tired around that time naturally anyway. So the ideal scenario, if you have to have coffee, is that you have an espresso shot or quick coffee around that time, then have your power nap of 20 to 30 minutes max, and then you get up because then you will have energy from your power nap. Your natural circadian rhythm is having a second boost plus your adenosine is being stopped so that you can use that energy from the power nap to be more productive. Don't kid yourself though, the backlash of that adenosine waiting is going to come later during the day. So don't expect to be top performing during the afternoon and the evening. It's just not doable. And the more you manipulate your body, the worse the backlash is going to be. So that's my little lesson for caffeine. Now, if you find this interesting, and also uh, if you're interested in jet lag, then just comment below and I will send you my cheat sheet with 19 tips on how you can be jet lag more efficiently. Caffeine is one of them. So make sure that you just comment on the Facebook Live. So if you're not on Facebook right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, go to my Facebook page, 
facebook.com forward slash sleep like a boss comment below this video and bzzm, it's going to be sent into your messenger straight away so leave me a comment leave me some hearts and some likes i would love that if you're on facebook if you're reading this also go to my facebook page and you can watch me teach this live all right so i hope this was interesting to you and i hope this has helped you to understand how caffeine and adenosine sleep pressure are kind of yeah, one is the bully. It's up to you to <laughs> decide which one. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Let me know if you have any other questions. If you're interested in circadian rhythm, let me know in the comments. Plus, you will have the jet lag sheet sheets. It's a win-win situation. And I will talk to you again next week. Have a great rest of the day.